Welcome to the Knights Podcast. My name is Leah Thompson. As a graduate of Cary Christian School, it's my honor to get to introduce you to our phenomenal group of teachers. On this week's episode, I have the privilege of talking with second grade teacher Kristen Andrews. In our lower school, we strive to help our students develop into readers, writers, and mathematicians. Kristen is sitting down with me to talk about what that looks like in second grade, specifically with regards to math. I'm really excited for you to get to hear her heart and to dive into this conversation, so please join me in welcoming her. Kristen, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. I'm so excited to get to dive into the subject of math with you. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So in the lower school here at Kit Christian, our goal is to develop readers, writers, and mathematicians. So not just that they learn how to read, write, and do math. It's that they they love it and they're Mm -hmm. falling in love with reading and writing and they're going on a journey and they're truly owning uh, math. And so what does that what does that mean? What does it mean to be a mathematician specifically for a second grader? Yeah. So I think it's easy to think about a mathematician as someone who's just good at math and that's all it is. And it's, um, you know, plain and simple, but I think it's so much more than that. And so to me in second grade, when I see someone that I would consider a mathematician, it's someone who shows a true love and appreciation and just a genuine curiosity about math. And Mm so, um, I think that can show up in a lot of different ways. Um, but one thing I think that you see a lot of times, um, for kids that are developing that skill of math and becoming mathematicians is um, they're confident and they want to learn more. And even if they don't know the right answers, they're excited about figuring out how do we get there? What, where are we going with this? And so, um, you know, I think that can show up in a lot of different ways. And I also think about um, someone that's a mathematician can put beautiful language to math. And so it's not just knowing two plus two is four, but it's knowing why and how can I articulate that? And how can I explain why is two plus two four? And what does that look like? And can I show examples? And so I think it's so much more broad um, than that, you know, just specific I understand math it encompasses um you know more than just knowing the answers yeah do you have obviously you can't give a name of a student but do you Mm -hmm. have kind of someone in your class and maybe an example from this year of you seeing that play out yeah so I think about um you know there are certain students that I, I look at and I listen to the way they talk about math and the way they um, articulate themselves, um, and you can definitely see that skill building. Um, and the ones that come to my mind are ones that can make connections before the teacher can even go there. And so, um, if we're talking about um, subtraction with regrouping, and they bring in, oh, well, this reminds me of how um, when we know our math facts, it's so much quicker to be able to do subtraction with regrouping because we already have that foundation, and they can build those connections on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of what comes to mind there for me. That's great. I love that. Uh, how do you develop? this idea in our students because again we want all of our students to be mathematicians Absolutely. so what, how do you do that mm-hmm. for our students so I think the biggest thing that comes to mind is just working to build a love for math and so I think math it can often be something that um, is easy to say oh I'm not good at math or I don't like math um, mm-hmm. because it can be challenging um, and so I think the biggest thing I try to do is just build a love for it by just encouraging and being excited about it I think when the person leading you is excited it just naturally 
um, it lends itself to the students. And so just getting them excited and kind of implementing the classical techniques that we all know and love. So um, not just sitting down and doing a worksheet, but um, moving around the classroom and dancing and chanting and using different tactile tools to get their hands on things. Um, I think those are great ways to get them excited, keep things different day to day. And then I also think it's important to let them lead because that also builds the confidence. And so we do different partner worker. We'll, we'll give the example of if a first grader walks in the room and they have no idea how to tell time to five minutes, how are you going to explain them and let them kind of be the leader and the professional. And then that gives mm-hmm. them the confidence of, oh, I can, I can explain this. I can put this into words. Um, so that's the first thing that comes to mind is just trying to build that love for math. Um, and the second thing I think of is trying to emphasize a conceptual understanding rather than just procedure. So again, we talked about putting beautiful language to math and not just knowing the answer, but knowing why, how did we get there? Um, Where are we going from here? And so um, asking a lot of open-ended questions like, tell me more, how do you know this? Things like that, where it puts the ball in their court of, Mm -hmm. okay, how do I know that it's 1055? How do I know that four plus four is eight? All those things to kind of, you know, build that overall understanding I think is really important. That's awesome. That's really great. And obviously here too, we're also trying to um, teach every subject from a biblical worldview. And so how do you draw them to Christ through math? Yeah. So I think that it can be really easy. And at least for me growing up, I saw God is God and math is math. And I think that's such a missed opportunity because really um, not only did God create math, but math in and of itself reflects God and these qualities that he has. And so I think about a catechism we do in the mornings um, about how God loves order and math is order and how math obeys God by never changing, just like God never changes. And so we can see God so clearly in how he created the world and how he created patterns and how he created this um, complex subject, but it goes all the way down to a second grade level of two plus two. And that obeys him because that's Mm -hmm. always going to be the same. And so I think um, getting them excited about that and showing them that um, math can obey God and then that they can honor God with their talents in math, Mm -hmm. whether that means, um, you know, using their best abilities to do a subtraction problem or if they're drawing lines on a clock, really working to let that reflect God's orderliness um, and trying to draw neat straight lines. And so even little things like that, I think we can um, use to kind of point back to God and um, how he's a God of order and patterns and all of those things. That's awesome. That's great. Now, just to kind of finish up, I know there might be some kind of new strategies as you guys are diving into this new year with math. And so I'm curious um, what those look like and how you're implementing those and Mm -hmm. all of that. So I think that um, this year we really tried to make math as individualized as possible. And so obviously there are a lot of things that we're going to do as a class and, you know, things that will always be that way. But um, in whatever ways we can, we try to. Um, let it be individualized. And so one thing that comes to mind is when we're doing timed math facts every day, the goal is to beat your time. And so you're not racing against anybody else in the class. Um, you're racing to beat your specific time or the, um, you know, the score you got yesterday. And so I think that's important too, because our culture is so driven by success. Um, but when I think of a mathematician, I think of um, someone that might not have all A's mm-hmm. and they might really struggle and math might be a challenge, but they love it and they see God in it um, and they can appreciate the order and the reason behind it. And so to me, that's just as much of a mathematician as someone 
um, that it's, you know, easy for and they Mm -hmm. get all A's. And so I think just trying to, um, again, remind them that God created every brain differently and it's Mm -hmm. okay if it's a struggle and you're just trying to improve and do the best you can um, with the things you have in your own brain is really important. So that's one thing we've tried to um, focus in on this year. So I love that. Yeah, that's great. And I think just giving them the opportunity of saying, this is my, this is something that I can own right. to almost giving them that responsibility mm-hmm. of this is, um, this is my journey with math. Right. And so how can I glorify God through what I'm learning? Right. And, exactly. Um, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate yes, getting to sit down and talk course. with you about that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Kristen. I know I loved getting to dive into the world of second grade. When I first started at Carrie Christian, I taught um, second grade for two years. And so it's really sweet to get to see how the Lord is just using those teachers to pour into our students and so I hope that you just enjoyed this conversation as you know it is our constant prayer that the Lord would use our teachers and our conversations on our campus to equip our students to flourish in the modern world by finding their identity in Christ I hope you'll join us again next time